The following is a paid program and is meant for educational information only and is the sole opinion of today's sponsors. A full inspection of your situation is suggested before taking any action. From home repair to remodeling, this is Making Your Home Great. Making Your Home Great at this time every Saturday on FM 98.5 and AM 680 WPTF. I'm Dave Alexander. Good afternoon. We'd love your phone calls. 919-860-9783. As usual, we have people in the studio who can talk about multiple things. I just found out that, that Craig, the floor guy, actually has some plumbing experience. Is that true? Yes, that is correct. What did you? How long did you work in plumbing? Actually, uh, right out of high school, when I graduated high school, I joined a plumber's union back in Texas and was in the union for several years. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, Joel Worsham of Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Have you worked in anything other than heating and cooling? Oh uh, well, you know, I start. I, I basically cut my teeth working uh, plumbing electrical. Uh, when I was eight, 18 years old yeah. and then uh, got into framing and building houses, you know, in the early 20s uh, of, of, of my early 20s and, yeah, yeah. and early 30s. <laughs> and then uh, just suddenly concentrated on electrical work. For those keeping track, he was in his early 20s <laughs> in the early 30s. No, no, that's not no, true. That's not true. Joel, uh, you guys think that's pretty typical of the people who are going to come in here on this show on making your home great. You know, I started out in one area of trades, and I, I didn't like it as much as I thought I would, but I saw this other thing. Yeah. I think uh, it's definitely a, a foot, a step in the right direction, uh, as you can see. Um, one of the things that yeah, I, I've noticed, and yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm sure Craig can probably uh, add to it, is uh, trades is a very good employment in, in any trade, HVAC, yeah. flooring, carpentry work. And I think that we need to push that electrical work. I think we need to push that a little more in, in our educational system Yep. Um, and get the younger generation involved in it. I, I, I'm firmly believing in that because I can see there is a drop-off uh, after a certain age of, of experienced individuals. And, you know, we talked to Burnham. Yeah, Bernard Mumford. Burnham, yeah. And, you know, he was noticing that, too, in his – antique restoration business yeah, yeah you know just that that trade quality so i'm always for helping the younger generation if they can what do you think craig uh, i think we're it's tip of an ice tip of an iceberg of a huge problem in my opinion the the biggest problem in the trades industry is the lack of training and certification and 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 regulation um <laughs> you know HVAC, electrical plumbing, they're they're regulated, right. but when it comes to flooring installation technicians yep. and painting and and you know millwork and carpentry, where yeah. do you go? That's right. That, where, that, that good point. Very good point. You know, and where, a lot of times you go to somebody who's not branded. Mm-hmm. I no. mean, branded in the proper way. What I'm saying is, if you don't have a yeah. uh, website and insurance. And a storefront or some place that is your office. Yeah, you're you're doing your receipts in your car. You know, you're doing your bills in your car. That's one thing. That's a level. Yeah. Okay. On this show, we kind of encourage people to go to the next level. Now, uh, Craig, the company name is American Dream Flooring and Tile, but there's a lot more than that meets the eye. Yeah. What else so, do you do? So we actually have an interior design team. 
Uh, we can do kitchen and bath remodels. Uh, we can design it. We can provide cabinetry, countertops, painting. Um, we can even, you know, if you want to remove walls and expand your bath, bathroom. I and, do very you much. Know, take that old tarnished tub out and make it a big, nice walk-in ceramic yeah. shower with his and her shower heads. And, yeah, we can do all that. Wow. All right. And Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling wants to talk today about one word. Generators. Generators. <laughs> he wants to talk. And, and on the promotional announcement for this show, I, I, I said, hey, is your light, have your lights gone out Right. in the last week? And oddly enough, not only the lights, but the internet mm-hmm. and my, my Amazon account went on the fritz right. because the lights went out. Right. So talk to me about generators. Well, <clears throat> the thing about generators of the past is we used to think it was only for a certain amount of income uh-huh. uh, of what you can make, you know. Uh, but what we've seen now, and um, what we have now, especially at Comfort First, is we have the availability for anybody to qualify for the right financing plan that will work with them mm-hmm. to make generators affordable. So we see more and more uh, people at home doing uh, schooling, yep. uh, working. Uh, we also see the the aggravation or the inconveniences of, of just the simple come home from work and 4 o'clock you have no power till uh, you say 9, 30, 10, mm-hmm. 11. Yeah. And we've got you know dinner to cook. We've got kids to clean, clothes yep. to wash. Just those simple inconveniences. But with, with what we've offered uh, and the type of financing that we offer, it's, it's more affordable. Mm-hmm. And in essence, everybody's getting them. And generators are really for, or I shouldn't say really for, more popular with the working class, the middle class incomes than the upper class. Yeah. And that, that's been the research that we've, we have seen. Yeah. And that's the research that we are, are getting from uh, the generator manufacturers. Yep. So it's becoming more and more popular. Well, when the last time my family lost the HVAC, and it's a lot like a power outage, mm-hmm. the HVAC was out. We couldn't get anybody to see it. It was a day and a half and it was 90 degrees outside. Mm, right. By the time they came, I would have paid anything. (laughs) The temperature inside the house, how the temperature inside the house gets higher than the temperature outside, I don't know. But physically, it does. It felt that way anyway. Felt that way. (laughs) With the power out, Mm -hmm. your HVAC is not going to work. That's right. Now, some of us have some backup plans. I've got a Mm -hmm. gas-powered fake fireplace. But for the most part, you're at the you're at the element. You're in the elements. Yeah. At that point. Mm-hmm. Well, I look at it like this. Uh, you know, we're in Raleigh Durham area, so we don't or we haven't seen in quite some time, uh, probably a good ten years, some really severe cold temperatures like uh-huh. you would see in New York or Pennsylvania for wh- yep. for whatever the reasons that is. Um, but we're in the air conditioning industry and. Yeah. We have a large air-conditioned market here in the southeast, and we notice that air condition is definitely a nice convenience to have. Uh-huh. And with storms, hurricanes, just an afternoon thunderstorm or what, whatever may come up. That's right. We want that air conditioned to run, and we have generators that are sized correctly, installed correctly, that you can have that convenience of your heat pump. It used to be generators were only uh, 
partnered with Gas Furnaces AC because of the heating season, right? Oh, yeah. But we have more air conditioning season than we actually do heating season. So generate <laughs> in my house, the yeah. air conditioning season is ten months. Uh, exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. even even in the heating season, I have a gas furnace AC in my house, and I can tell you, even at the gas furnace, we don't keep it above sixty five degrees because we don't want it that hot. You know, <laughs> it's easy to it's easy to get warmer with clothes and a blanket or whatever yeah. sweats. But when you're hot, you're hot. You, I mean, there's only so much you can do, right? <laughs> so we want to be comfortable, and with generators, we want to make sure that they're sized correctly installed correctly to be functionality with that with that air condition thank you for putting that song in my head <laughs> i don't know who it was it might have been mac davis i don't know chris in uh chris in raleigh how you doing chris hey how you doing good are you from raleigh i guessed on that yes yes i'm actually from come on all right so yes i am so what's uh what's going on who do you have a question for i have a question for craig good um, yeah, I wanted to uh, talk to him about some stain-resistant carpets. I'm getting carpets for my kids, and I had a few questions for it. One question, really. Is there such a thing as stain-resistant carpets? Um, yeah, Chris, thanks for calling in, and thanks for the question. Now, are we looking for stain-resistant carpet or stain-proof carpet? Uh, stain- as stain-proof stain as possible. I mean, is, is there such a thing as, as stain-proof or stain-resistant? My kids... Uh, if you have kids maybe you know this too my my kids are pretty uh, sloppy and they (laughs) there's chris how old are your kids and do you have puppy dogs we do have a dog as well there you go how old are the kids i've got uh, a six and eight and a ten year old six eight and ten he wants stain proof proof. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, proof so (laughs) so there both exist um there's two different key key elements to what makes a carpet stain resistant or stain proof um, and that is the dyeing method of the fiber there's beck dyed carpet and there's solution dyed carpet beck dyed carpet is dyed after the carpet is uh, made into a fiber carpets are plastics they're polymers and once it's extruded into yarn they dip it in dye that's called beck dyeing solution dyed carpet is made uh, it's dyed when it's a in a solution state before it is extruded Uh, solution dyed fiber is molecularly sealed from the inside out Um, so it is going to be your most stain proof carpet because there's there's nowhere for anything to absorb into the fiber what's that called again solution dyed fiber okay okay that's right it doesn't uh solution dyed fiber is bleach proof you can pour bleach on it and it will not damage the fiber Um, so i would recommend uh seeking out a solution dyed fiber um there's also a fiber on the market that is not solution dyed, but it behaves like a solution dyed fiber, and it's made by DuPont. Uh, it's called Mohawk Smart Strand. Mohawk Smart Strand carpet um, is a very, very stain resistant fiber. Um, and then a Dreamweaver carpet. Dreamweaver carpets are all solution dyed fibers and are going to be extremely uh, stain resistant and, and easy to clean. Great information. I definitely appreciate Both it. available at American Dream Flooring and Tile, by the way. Please yeah. do call them. Yeah. To you. <laughs> Thank you. All right. Hey, I love the name of your company, too, by the way. Yeah, Thank you American very much. American Dream. Yeah. That's All good. right. Thanks a lot, Chris. I, I have a question. If you do have a uh, – we have a doodle, okay? Oh, yeah. All right. So we had uh, – we wanting to put, like, hardwoods in our house. But I'm I'm afraid of the you know what's the traditional 
yeah. inch and three quarter tongue and groove two the and a three qu- quarter three quarter inch three, solid hardwood. yeah yeah so in my mind i don't want it all scratched up when that dog's running to my house okay? right do i go with that type of floor i want hardwoods or do i go with the lamin i mean what's what's going to keep you know because it's it's a good sized dog but i mean you know i don't want it all scratched up well, i mean hardwood is it, it can scratch okay. um a larger dog will do more damage to a hardwood floor than a smaller dog, but any hardwood floor, whether you do a, a site finished hardwood um, or a pre finished hardwood, it is it is you know there is a, a, a opportunity to scuff and scratch that floor. If you want the most scratch resistant floor, the luxury vinyl plank flooring that is sweeping the nation right now is going to be a really really good option to consider. Um, it's going to be the most scratch-resistant floor you can purchase, in my, in my opinion, other than a ceramic tile. Um, wood laminates are very scratch-resistant, um, but if there's any kind of moisture, spills, accidents like that, um, laminate flooring does, doesn't behave well when it gets wet. So, does it buckle? Does it? Yeah, it can, it can warp, buckle, oh. swell. Uh, an LVP vinyl plank floor will not do that. LVP. Um, that's what I need to look for. I would recommend LVP. Okay. Let me tell you, I have luxury vinyl plank right. in my home, and we have a couple of medium, medium large dogs, uh-huh. and there have been no scratch marks. Even where they do the Scooby Doo thing, yeah, you that's, know, that's at, what I see when he runs down the steps and he right. makes the turns the corner to go in the hallway, and he's like Scooby Dooing. I want to now. I want to ask a follow up on something you were talking about: laminate floors and how they're scratch resistant. Can you refinish a laminate floor? Oh, good question. No. You're shaking his head. See, now here's the Only thing: only solid hardwood floors are refinishable. Lim- laminate floor? Are you looking at wood when you look down? No. No, you're not. Okay. You're not. All right. Hmm. The luxury. So. So many options, you're not even getting wood, right? Mm-hmm. But if you get wood, you got to get wood. Correct me if I'm wrong. You got to get wood that you can then refinish. Yeah, either a, 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 a site finished hardwood floor where the wood is installed unfinished and then stained and, and finished, whether you, there's different types of finishes you can do over the stain, different polyurethanes and, and varnishes and that kind of, uh, you know, those type of products. But whether you do a site finished or a pre finished, right. That hardwood is going to be refinishable multiple times. Right. I've refinished hardwood floors over a hundred years old before. Yep. Well, is is there a value of what kind of product that would it would bring to the house that is better than the other? We're going to pick up on that question in just a moment. That's an excellent question from Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling, who wants to talk today about generators and Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, going to talk about everything in your house but kitchen and bath and and flooring needs that's on heart health uh, sorry that's on making your home great telephone number is 919-860-9783 oh we're in the middle of stories here we're just telling war stories off the air we gotta tell them on the air this is making your home great making your home great craig the floor guy is here, also, uh, well, Joel Worsham from Comfort First Heating and Cooling. And the question was, we Joel asked Craig about the problem you're having, Joel, at your house with laminate. Well, I asked him first 
is there a certain type of hardwood that would bring value to the home if you if you were trying to sell your home? Number one, and then number two, I had laminate put in yeah a year ago, year and a half ago, and there's a buckle, <laughs> and it's like really bo- just like blowing. It just all of a sudden just came up like last month. Yeah, and my wife and I were looking at it. And it's it's in an area that nobody walks, so we didn't notice it. <laughs> we haven't noticed how long it's been there, and it's just a speed bump. All right. Craig, what do you think it is? Well, I know what it is. What I'm trying to figure out is how do I fix his floor in exchange for a generator? <laughs> yeah. Tell him, tell him it's going to be. when the power goes out oh, and yeah. my wife will contest to this, yep. I am, no one wants to be around me. I'm okay. not fun. So we'll talk about that off air. But um, Poor installation, yeah? Yeah. You know, it's not that laminate is an inferior product, but what's important is the right application and the right installation, the right prep. If you don't if you don't check all those boxes, that's when you have problems. So there could be two reasons why you have that hump in your floor. Um, laminate has a um, what they call an HDF core, high-density fiber core, um, and it's, a, it's susceptible to absorbing moisture, so it expands and contracts. So if you don't have the right expansion gaps around the edges of the rooms, it can cause that buckling. Yeah. Also with laminate, um, every so many square feet or linear feet of room area, and this is dependent upon the thickness of the laminate, you have to have breaking points to relieve stress, stress oh. relief. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a large living room and then you've got a little doorway going into a bedroom, you, you, you can't run it free-flowing through that doorway. You have to stop it at the doorway, put a transition strip, and then re-begin the installation and, and create a break at that door to allow it to... To have movement. I believe that's what it is because it flows from my hallway, from my foyer through my yeah. hallway all the way down to the bedrooms. Also flows into my our, our great room and then flows into our kitchen. Yeah. It's all flowing. Yeah. Going the same yeah. direction. I was at a customer's house this morning that she had that exact issue where uh, they ran it from one end of her house all the way to the other. And she's got about three different areas throughout the house where it's... it's Speed bumps. It, yeah. Where that's it's what we call up. And so. Anybody having that trouble or anything with their floor or kitchen, please call up yeah. 919-860-9783. Talk to Craig, the floor guy. Joel Worsham from Comfort First Heating and Cooling. I want to talk... I want you to tell me about this monitoring because... You know, people talk about losing power when they're not there. Right. Because they've escaped because the hurricane's on the way, mm-hmm. and they've gone to Grandma's house. If the generator kicks on at my house, mm-hmm. are you going to know about it? So we have multiple defaults that we, we set up a system. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, basically a, a Wi-Fi system, and we're also monitoring your generator. Not only is the uh, administration side, our, our office, monitoring your generator, but the technicians out in the field get the alerts, the emails, uh, they're monitoring as well. So if they're in a uh, geographical area, they can actually open their laptop, pull up their phone, whatever, yeah. and they can actually see the area that they're in. If, there's a, if there is a situation that has occurred, that we can catch that call uh, efficiently and as quickly as possible. Just enough to know that the mm-hmm. generator is on. Hey, right. Joel, did, my, did I lose power? Right. And they'll be able to, you'll yeah. be able to tell. So I set the defaults so I'm not getting notified for yeah. every single event. That's I w- fine. I want to know if there's a failure. I want to know if there's a fault. Uh, okay. If your generator is exercising, 
I don't need to know that, but you may want to know that. Okay, right? can I so do the, that? So the homeowner can set the defaults of what they want. We have a lot of generators. Matter of fact, I have a lady. Uh, I installed her generator in Pinehurst. She has three houses. Must be nice. But she has a house yeah. in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah. And she has a house in California. And she lives in she's in she's in Boston now, I believe. But anyway, she's she lives those three different houses three times a year for whatever her job takes her. And she's got generators in all three job uh, houses. Yeah. And yeah. we did the one in Pinehurst for her. And she that's the only generator that she has that she is monitoring. And she's like, can I have this done on all the rest of them? I said, sure. You just need to find somebody in that, that, that area and, yeah. or fly me out there. I'll do it for you. But, <laughs> but yeah, so she can see and I can see her generator even though she's not home experiencing the event. All right. Excellent. We're talking today with Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. He'll talk to you about HVAC, but today we're talking generators. We're talking generators. tis the hurricane season. Yes. Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile. We're talking about everything to do with flooring and kitchen and bath remodels because they do cabinets and other things. This is uh, uh, the Making Your Home Great radio program. Please stay with us. We've got a phone ringing right now. We're going to get you on the air. Making your home great. Saturdays at 2 on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. This is Making Your Home Great, even though earlier in the radio program I identified this show as something else. Uh, We are on (laughs) FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Here's who we have in studio. Craig the Floor Guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile and Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling and Emily called from Andrew, how you doing, Emily? Yes, sir. Yeah, what's up? So I have a question for Craig the Floor Guy. Yes. I've got some work that I want done in my house, but my time is extremely limited. I work all week, on the weekends, I'm running all my errands that I didn't have time to do during the week. So how does the shopping process work? Like, how much time does it take? Do I go to, to your location? Do you come to me? How does it all work? Well, thanks for coming, uh, calling in. We appreciate the question. Um, so we can we can accommodate your schedule. We offer shop at home services where we can schedule an appointment to come out and meet with you at your house. We we bring samples. Uh, we we do measurements, and actually, um, in most cases, we can offer on the spot pricing and, and estimates. Hmm. Which, uh, by the way, I like to mention we do offer line item estimates. Um, I'm not a fan of gimmick pricing. We don't hide anything. We don't mask anything. We don't offer anything for free. Um, we charge our customers for everything, unlike some of our competitors. Um, yeah. Um, but we still offer a best price guarantee. But, um, but yeah, we can come out to your home. Uh, we offer appointments Monday through Saturday. Um, okay. So sounds like you might be a good candidate for a Saturday appointment if possible. Yeah, some people just don't have time. Emily, you're busy, aren't you? That's right, sir. What are you looking at for your, Emily, what are you looking at for your floor? Do you want, um, like, luxury vinyl tile? you want carpet? I honestly, it's just not my realm. I don't know anything about any of that. I kind of just want somebody to come in and be like, you should do this and you should do that. Maybe give me some ideas. Uh, You know, I watch shows on HDTV and it all looks great to me. I just know that I'm tired of looking at my floors and my kitchen. My backsplash is horrible. Yeah. 
All right, you've called the right place, okay? And I want you to continue to call. Uh, AmericanDreamFloor.com is the website, but what's the telephone number? That's right. You can uh, go to AmericanDreamFloor.com and request a free estimate schedule. Um, You could also call us at 919-213-8068, and uh, one of our wonderful Customer service associates will answer any questions that you have and get you on the schedule. And and, uh, and Emily, they do yeah. have design in mind. They're not just selling you a product. So, gotcha. All righty. Well, Thank I you. Appreciate your guys' time. All right. Take care of yourself. Thank you. That's Thanks. Emily Bye. and Andrew called us up at nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Betsy and Garner, thank you for waiting patiently. What's going on? Hey, how you doing today? Hey, we're good. Good, good. Hey, I have some questions for you. Yes. I have carpet that I am so sick of in my living room, in my dining room, and I uh, think I'm going to go with um, either hardwood or LVP, uh, but, uh, but I don't know what I should do. Well, Craig, what should she do? Well, You have I, no idea. You haven't seen her house. No, but um, I, I know where we need to begin. The first question is why? Why are we doing this? What is the problem that we need to solve for you? I hate dirty, stinky carpet, and I want something easy to keep clean. Okay. Do you have pets or children? Got pets. Got dogs. Got dogs. Um, and we, you said the living room and the dining room. Do you have the other areas that are adjoining uh these rooms, what type of flooring is in the, in those rooms? Like the hallway or foyer? What do you have in there? Um, I have um, uh, carpeting in the hallway, and I got tile in my kitchen. Okay. So it sounds like you, you have uh, several options. I, you know, I would steer you in the, in the direction of luxury vinyl plank flooring. I, I believe that's going to be... Well, it's going to be the most... Uh, scratch resistant, easiest to care for and live on product for the money. Um, you can you can mop it. Uh, you know your dogs are not going to damage it whether they're having accidents on the floor or they're just running and playing. Um, it's it's very easy to clean and care for, and it's very affordable. Um, also, um, LVP uh, the the better products on the market are floating floors, so. Uh, you might potentially have a, a, a subfloor issue or uh, an existing flooring that you can actually lay it over. So there's just a lot of pros to it um, that could make it a more affordable option for you. And your guys can and your guys can can uh, tell me if my uh, subflooring's okay and all your. Yep. When we come out, we we inspect your subfloor. Um, we show you all different options and pricing. We do it all on site. Um, a typical consultation would last about an hour usually. Oh, that, that's not bad. Now, I have one other question. I know ever since all this corona stuff's been happening and everything, we've been really trying to not buy anything from China. Um, Amen. Or, 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 there you go. Made. Well, um, I'm glad you asked that question. That's a good question. Uh, we do currently offer Made in the USA products in all flooring categories. Um, so we do have Made in the USA LVP. Um, oh, great. Okay. Most LVPs are made in... Uh, China or Vietnam, some even in South Korea. Um, yeah. And for the most part, they're good products. Um, it, 
not that they're inferior, but uh, currently Mohawk flooring does offer Made in the USA LVP. It's lifetime warranty. Um, they're great products, and they're affordable as well. So we have we have that, that absolutely. Wonderful. All right, okay. Betsy, thank you. Thanks. I appreciate you coming on the show. This is Making Your Home Great. Also in studio, along with Craig the Floor Guy, is Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. Joel, how do you... Say I need one, okay, mm-hmm. or I want right. a generator. Mm-hmm. Do you just go by the square footage of my house as to how big a generator I need? Well, that's a factor, okay, but that's not necessarily the only factor. We we go into your home and we do a a, a load evaluation for electrical. Yeah, uh, we look at all your appliances. Uh, we do a, a specific type of calculation that has to be submitted to. Uh, this inspections departments for us to get our permits, yeah. and that determines what the actual usage of electricity you're using now. What, what wattage are you sure. doing? And then we're able to size your generator in accordance with partnership of load management devices. Those are just devices that work in relationship with the generator, so we're not overloading it, and we can use the same functionality uh, for the whole home. And we just may not be able to say necessarily. Uh, have everything on at one time, mm-hmm. but we're able to stage it in sequence of events. All right. Can you arrange it so that, for instance, for reasons of economy, I'm not buying the biggest one. Sure. Um, the upstairs. Mm-hmm. I don't need the lights on upstairs if there's an emergency situation. Nobody lives there. Yeah. So we take that. We ask those questions. What are your top needs during a power outage? Right. And then we can expand on that. And then we are able to use a uh, uh, different sequence of, uh, you know, your, your cooking. Like, for instance, I have one le- one customer who said, hey, my wife never cooks. Yeah. I don't care if my generator w- works my range or not. We don't cook. <laughs> we do everything on our propane grill outside or, yeah. or, 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 or whatever, you know. So if that is a, a something that we don't have to do, then we can possibly get him in a smaller KW generator, which is just lowering the price for him yeah. to, you know, to use for his functionality. All right. Makes so, sense. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I got a question about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I was at a customer's home one time who he had a like a regular, you know, generator like you would buy at, at Lowe's or something. Right. And he, he was plugging it into a plug mm-hmm. uh, where he had explained to me he had a, an electrician come out and install a plug where he could in, he could plug the generator into a plug that was connected to his breaker box and it would power the whole house right Di- didn't i mean uh, is that safe i mean is that not that's not the right way to do it right or is that something that that you could do if you it, it's not safe if you don't know what you're doing as far mm-hmm. as the size of the portable generator that you may have you know yeah uh you know when there is a storm coming you can't find a generator at lowe's or if they do they're they're bringing them in by the truckload and putting 599 on them people, yeah people don't even care what size it is they're just buying it just to have it sure right? But if you don't know what you're they're, – they're trusting, okay, this thing's got a little glass fuse in it. They're trusting that's going to pop out or whatever. Mm-hmm. But here's the factors you have. You've always got to have fuel for that. So you're going to be making trip after trip after trip to the gas station. Yes. Get, you know, or filling up, you know, five or six cans. Uh, you're um, possibly undersizing uh, or, you know, overloading the generator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and could cause some damages there. Uh, you also got to worry about surge. Uh, you know, it's a motor-driven uh, appliance, right? And so you got to make sure that you're not causing some type of a surge effect. Uh, and then on top of that is, 
you know, those things typically, how many times mm -hmm. have you seen people have them in their garage? Extremely dangerous, oh, no. right? They're not supposed to be anywhere near your house, but they only got a 20-foot cord, right? And the yeah. panel box is in the garage, and the garage is 24 feet deep. Where's right. that generator sitting? Right yeah, there. This, this guy, he, he, he just had it setting outside yeah. on the grass, like next yeah. to his breaker box on the back of right. his house. It wasn't covered from the rain or anything. Yeah, and... You know, people say you can't leave them out in the rain. You got to put a piece of plywood over top. To me, that's just too many ifs. Yeah, that's yes. too many what ifs. You know, I look at it like this, and this is how I explain it to our customers. You may be able to do this, but what if your wife is home? Yeah, and you're not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. What if your kids are mm. at home and you and your wife are out to eat? At, at, you know, or, or or at work. You right? absolutely need them to be able to get to the internet because otherwise they're miserable. <laughs> you want something that they don't have to be what if. It's automatically right. done. It's instantaneously. All right. You know, so. Let's pick up with Debbie from Apex. Debbie, hi, you're on Making Your Home Great on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Thank hi. you for taking my call. You're welcome. I love WPTF. Thank you. Um, I have a question for Craig, the floor guy. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I currently have carpet on my stairs that goes up to my second floor. Mm -hmm. And that carpet is just a mess. And I get it clean, but it just has so much traffic. So I'm considering hardwood on those treads. But um, I've been advised by a couple people that it's not a good idea because it's not safe. So I'm just curious about that okay I know, I know it's really popular in um is hardwood safe on the stairs my grandpa would tell you yes because he had it in his house for 75 years yeah so <laughs> so thanks for calling in and thanks for the question that's a great question so it can be unsafe if you do not for one use solid treads solid wood treads um there are um I've seen I've seen cases where people will try to use the wood planks to convert their stairs over to wood and they'll put a trim strip on the edge. It's called a stair nose and then they'll put a couple of strips of the wood behind it. Um, and I've seen people do it in laminate um, or in, in engineered or solid hardwood. Not recommended. Uh, American Dream Flooring and Tile, we do not do that. We only do solid wood on the stairs for the stair treads. Um, if you use solid wood and it's done to building code, there are um, code requirements for the the depth and spacing of the wood on the stairs. Um, so if it's in if it's in code, it's completely safe. Now, if you're running down your stairs with socks on, yeah, you might you might take a spill. Um, yeah. So that's not recommended. But that could also happen with carpet as well. But yeah, if it's done properly, it, it absolutely it's safe. Okay, thank you so much. Because a, a realtor, um, I'm in a few years, my house will be going on the market, uh, but I would just like to go ahead and switch it out. And a realtor advised me not to do it. So um, I just wanted to get uh, experts' opinion on it. We we do it all the time, um, and I've never had a, a safety issue with them. It's a beautiful look, um, and it, it's you know affordable upgrade to your home, in my opinion. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your time. Debbie, thank, thank you. you very much. We're going to get with Nicole in Garner in just a moment. Uh, this radio program is called Making Your Home Great. You can find it on the WPTF podcast page, just in case you tuned in late and you want to hear you know, 
the rest of the show we've already done. Well, you can do that. Give us a couple of minutes to get up there, but, you know, it's a, a good entertainment value at your schedule. Nicole and Garner, we're up with you in just a moment. On the show is Craig, the floor guy, and Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling. As I should mention, Craig, the floor guy, is from American Dream Flooring and Tile, and this is making your home great. This is making your home great on FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. In studio, Craig, the floor guy from American Dream Flooring and Tile, Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling, talking about generators. And here is Nicole in Garner. Hi, Nicole. Hey, guys. Thank hey. you so much for taking my call. What's up? I had a question for Craig. Yeah, go ahead. I built my house eight years ago, and when we built it, we did sand and finished hardwood on site. Mm-hmm. I did it in all the rooms except my kids' room, and I put carpet down. And it's a disaster now, and would like to remove the carpet, do the on-site hardwood again. But my question is, it is a lighter shade. Like, how hard is it going to be to kind of match it up? And I've heard nightmares about people doing this and sand, and it's like basically you have to move out of your house to get it done. So I'm just curious of the process of it all. Okay. Yeah, well, thanks for calling in. We appreciate the question. Um, yeah, it can be it can be uh, hit or miss on trying to match the color of your site-finished floors. In most cases, the best thing to do is to go ahead and, and – install the unfinished wood in the bedroom, remove the carpet, and then just sand and refinish it all uh, so you have a consistent finished uh, color match, stain match, the, the gloss match, and have a matching floor. If you just try to do that one room and try to finish it to match the, the existing floor, it's a, it's a roll of the dice. I mean, you literally got a 50-50 shot of it matching. Um, as far as the process, it is one of the most cumbersome processes in the flooring industry you basically are not going to be able to walk on that floor for three to four days, uh, depending on the finish that you use. Um, so yeah, you will be, um, watching us work on your floor for a few days. We day one, you're, we're, we're, we're sanding, applying stain. The stain has to cure. We come back day two, we're buffing it, applying polyurethane. The polyurethane has to cure. We come back day three, we buff it, put another cup. Yeah. So it's very cumbersome. Nicole's not going to watch you do that. Nicole is going to the beach while you do that. Some people do that. We have customers that will give us our uh, their home for four or five days, and they go to get a hotel or a go to a resort or a cabin in the mountains and come back to their new beautiful floors. Um, there is a pre-finished hardwood floor that we sell that is a it's called a square edge pre-finished hardwood it's made to look like a site finished floor most pre-finished hardwoods have what's called a beveled edge Uh, the edges are sanded and kind of rounded over whereas a site finished floor it's it's square edge there there are no bevels but there is a square edge pre-finished floor that sometimes we can match the pre-finish to your existing floor and save you that cumbersome you know four-day process um, but there's limited colors to choose, so you know it might not match. So you kind of just kind of got to weigh the pros and cons and um, decide what you think would be the best you know option for you. Wait a few days and and spend a little more to have it all match. Or right, talk to Craig, the floor guy. Their number is nine one nine two one three eight zero six eight. Did I 
write that correctly? Yes, sir. That's I right. did. All right. 213-8068. Thank you, Nicole. Edward, how you doing today? Hi, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. I think you've got a call for Joel Worsham of Comfort First Heating and Cooling, yeah? Edward, go ahead. Yes, yes. I'm uh, looking for some help. Uh, we're spending a lot of time in our garage now and uh, anticipate doing some exercise over the winter in the garage. So I'm looking for, for your advice on heating. Everything that we've, we've been trying with the little space heaters don't seem to provide enough heat. Um, and as I've been researching it, it looks like uh, the electric heaters I need require a 240-volt plug, which I don't have. So I'm curious on um, your thoughts on installing, getting somebody in to install that, or what other options do I have, like with propane or, or gas? Well, the the uh, best option I would suggest doing is w- getting one of our comfort advisors to come out there and kind of do a load calculation uh, for your heating and cooling needs on that on that area of the, on that room. Look at what is uh, going to be accepted to for as code compliance to kind of make that happen. When you're when you're dealing with a garage space, um, it's a you got to kind of be very careful that you're not. Uh, uh, making it a garage slash exercise room and having the ability to have any type of fumes get into your home. Uh, just by listening to what you're telling me, one of the suggestions I would consider is the ductless mini split technology. Um, and those, those are very, very energy efficient. Um, actually, we have, we have uh, models that uh, will actually heat a space uh, if you've got ambient temperature outside down in, 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 in single digits. So they're, they're, they are, uh, that technology has come a long way in the past few years. And actually, that technology is what you're seeing more and more of the, in the commercial industry with inverter technology. But uh, that's kind of where I would kind of go with. It's, it's something that you're not going to necessarily need all the time. Um, but if you do need it and it's cold out there, it, it would definitely help uh, you know, take the chill off and, and keep, it, keep it at a regular temperature. Okay. Edward, is it just the garage that you're interested in having that work done on? Yeah, just the garage. We're yeah. just we're you know, we're spending a lot more time and anticipate the kids will be in the garage uh, you know, playing and doing some exercise. And as the winter comes on, it's going to get cold. So. You still you still have your garage door there. You're in the yeah yeah. Yes. So well, well yeah, we would look at getting uh, information. Uh, so you can find the insulation panels that need to go in so we're not just, uh, yeah. you know, wasting energy. Heating uh, the outside, like Dad would say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at the <laughs> attic. Is there any way to get some insulation above the attic to kind of keep the the coolness or the or the heat inside? There uh, are panels that go yeah. on the same door. He's not replacing a door. That's correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We, we can give him contractors that we use to do that. We don't do that part of the work. We'll do the heating and cooling yeah. side but we have partners that do the the installation side of that and we should do the uh, info for edward edward y- the website is www.yourcomfortfirst.com right or, or the telephone number is 919-777-1777 oh no that went by me too fast 919-777-777-1777 or, yeah. or also known as 1777. <laughs> 1777. All right. 919-777-1777. Is that, make, is that easy enough for us, Edward? com. I've you, got it. Yourcomfortfirst.com. All right. Thank you. All right. Take care. Yeah, it's funny. Some people are like, 
I can remember a big website, telephone number. I can't do that. Quick last little bit. We'll talk to Craig, the floor guy, and we're going to call what number? 919-213-8068. And the website is? AmericanDreamFloor.com. AmericanDreamFloor.com. And, of course, this radio program is archived, as are all of them, on the WPTF podcast page so that you can go and listen to this show. Give us a little bit. Listen to this show at your own leisure. And thank you to the folks who called in. I had some good phone calls. It was a good conversation on and off the air, gentlemen. Educational. It was very educational. Educational. Sounds good. We'll be back next week, an hour ago. You you know what that means. 2 o'clock on Saturday.